From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Every other year, the National Association of Teachers of Singing sponsors a vocal competition, and our guest today, Clara Hurtado-Lee, recently won the Harold Stark Award during the semifinal round in Boston, an honor that follows her previous first-place win in the Cal Western region. So Salt Lake, Vegas, Boston, going up through the levels. Congratulations on that, and if you live here in Utah, you might recognize Clara's name since she's concertized with the Utah Symphony and Utah Opera, the Salt Lake Choral Artists, Utah Lyric Opera, Utopia Early Music, and the American West Symphony, along with having been reviewed in the Salt Lake Tribune. Clara's also sung abroad in Italy, carrying the title role in La Musica Lirica's production of Donizetti's Italian opera Lucia di Lammermoor. We're going to start right off with music here. This isn't just music fit for a king. This is music written by a king, Alfonso X El Sabio. This was during the, he was the king of Castile during the 1200s. And an instrument that's being used as a drone here, played by Clara as she sings, is the Tibetan, Tibetan singing bowl for the drone. This piece is Virgen Madre Gloriosa.
Chililin Utaha, that's a piece by Peruvian composer Teodoro Varcasel. Before that, we heard Virgen Madre Gloriosa by Alfonso X El Sabio, King of Castile. What a great introduction to a variety of music. Uh, Clara, Clara Hurtado Lee is our guest today on Highway 89, performing live with pianist Jeffrey Price. And Clara, first of all, welcome home from your competitions. Thank you. <laughs> As you go up through those levels, first the auditions in Salt Lake City, then in Las Vegas and Boston of the National Association of Teachers of Singing Artist Awards competition. <gasps> do you feel increased pressure each time or do you start to feel like, hey, I'm doing okay. I'll just relax a little and do what I do. Um, both. After, after Vegas, um, I did kind of feel like, oh, I can do this. And then leading up to maybe the week before, and I was just realizing the stakes. I thought there was going to be a soprano there that would pull a Tanya Harding or <laughs> <laughs> to my vocal cords. Hit your vocal cords with a baseball. <laughs> but nothing like that happened. Um, everyone was very kind, and it was it was a good experience. Well, congratulations again Thank on you. doing so well. So tell me about what you have to do to prepare for and participate in a competition like that. Well, there. Um, the requirements for NATSA are pretty hefty. You have to have 15 pieces, and they have to fill certain requirements. Um, you have to have certain nationalities and languages, and also things written before 1700 and written after 1950. Um, you have to have an oratorio piece and an opera piece, but almost all of it is art song. Mm. So you have sung these songs a lot. Mm-hmm. Too much? <laughs> it felt that way. I was, tell I was talking earlier um, about this fact. It just, you get to a point, because this was a six-month period where I was working actively on this competition, um, and you get to a point where you kind of hate this music and you want to be working on something else. <laughs> but then I hit a corner, and all of a sudden I just really loved it, and it had new depth for me, and I felt very connected to it. Well, let's hear some more. We're going to hear two pieces now. The first one is, again, by Peruvian composer Teodoro Valcarcel. This is Sure Surita from his ballet, best known of his works. Thank you. 
Surai Surita, performed by Clara Hurtado Lee. Teodoro Valcarcel is the composer. We're going to hear one more piece now. This one uh, definitely in the modern vein. This is for, uh, from an American composer born in 1961, uh, Jake Heggie. And he has done lots of art song settings of very beautiful poetry. I want to read just a line or two before we sing this, Not in a Silver Casket. This is a text by Edna St. Vincent Millay. Talking about an open-hearted love, I'll read just the first few lines and the last few. Not in a silver casket, cool with pearls, or rich with red corundrum, or with blue locked and the key withheld, as other girls have given their loves, I give my love to you. The final lines, as one should bring you cowslips and a hat, swung from the hand or apples in her skirt, I bring you, calling out as children do, look what I have, and these are all for you. Now, Not in a Silver Casket by Jake Heggie. in a silver casket a song of jake heggie performed by clara hurtado lee 
with pianist Jeffrey Price here on Highway 89. Jeffrey Price is piano faculty at the University of Utah, where he's also the coach for the Lyric Opera Ensemble and has recently been awarded Steinway Artist status. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Nice very to have much. A, a wonderful piano following you around, so to speak, wherever you go. That's right. It's <laughs> lovely. You have collaborated with Clara for 15 years. Um, I, yes, that is correct. Uh, How did you first begin working together? Um, when she started at the University of Utah, actually a bit before then, um, because I helped her with her auditions to, to get accepted to the University of Utah. And then for many years, I was her regular coach and, and accompanist during her undergraduate degree uh, and master's and master's degree. Um, and now she's about to start her doctoral program, and we will be doing a great deal of collaborating once again. I'm looking forward to it. She's a wonderful person that, to work that's with. That's more than a decade to see progress. Oh, fantastic progress. And what, yeah. what, have, what stages have you seen her go through? Um, well, she's just matured so much as an artist. Her ability to communicate deep emotion is, um, she's always had a beautiful voice. Uh, but the voice has gotten more powerful and more more rich, but also her artistic skill and and um, depth has just grown enormously, and it's been wonderful fun to watch that and wonderful fun to help it grow. Now, one thing you do that maybe this is an artistic thing or maybe this is just uh, to keep you fresh is that you teach and you study in Italy every single summer since 2003. That is correct. Uh, it's been a wonderful experience. And, so is uh, it the pasta, or what is it that keeps bringing you back? Oh, it's so many things. Uh, we're in a, and Clara has been there with us now twice in two different villages, but we're in a wonderful little mountain village where by this time everybody greets me on the street when I get there. And the food is, of course, amazing, and the pasta is not the best part of the food by any means. <laughs> Uh, but the people are so warm and loving, and um, and of course the Italian language is has become my my most favorite language. Um, before I started doing that, probably Russian was my favorite language, but it has now been firmly displaced by la lingua italiana. Well, we're going to hear some Italian. Yes, we're going to hear it sung. While Jeffrey and Clara get ready to perform, I should mention that he is performing accompaniment duties here today, but Jeffrey Price has also long been the co-director of Contemporary Music Consortium in Salt Lake. He's also a composer, having written original chamber and orchestral music, along with piano music and songs. Now, from a familiar opera, Rigoletto by Verdi, we'll listen to Caro Nome, Dearest Name.
Clara Hurtado Lee performing Caro Nome from the Verdi opera Rigoletto. This is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Clara, if that was a dive and I was a judge, I would give you extra marks for difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that you have to show all this technique and everything, but isn't it just fun sometimes that you can do that and you get to? I don't know how to say, how to say that without sounding egotistical, but yes, it's fun. I love singing. That is just amazing. Now, I always hear sopranos described in so many different ways. There's the lyric soprano, a coloratura, a mezzo soprano. Do you categorize yourself in one of those? Um, I've kind of been a lyric coloratura, but I don't know. It's hard to. It's really hard to pigeonhole yourself in one thing. I think I'm, I just can sing high. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love hearing you do it. But there was a while back when you couldn't sing at all. This must have been a huge challenge. Tell, tell us about how, how this happened. Um, well, actually, it was during my master's degree. <clears throat> excuse me. I, ha I developed a varicose vein on my vocal fold. Mm. And I was able to, just with technique and with rehab, get through my master's and sing my recitals and all of that. And then um, as I had children, after my second baby, the blood vessels in your body expand during mm. pregnancy. So it had gotten to the point where it was very dangerous and it could have caused a vocal hemorrhage. And so at that point, my ear, nose, and throat doctor said, you can't sing until you're done with your pregnancy. And I was about two months in. And he said, and, at that, and after that, um, I'm going to refer you to a doctor in Boston, Dr. Stephen Seitels, who's kind of the, the top of his field mm. in laser vocal fold surgery. Um, and my insurance wouldn't cover it. I can't remember the exact amount, but I think it was close to $50,000. Oh, my goodness. Plus staying out there for weeks and all, all of the things it entailed. Um, so I was just being very prayerful and hopeful that um, something would work out. And at that point, my doctor here, Dr. Marshall Smith at the University of Utah, <clears throat> went to a conference where he talked to Stephen Seitels, and he was able to figure out how to configure his current laser, which wasn't the same laser that mm -hmm. Stephen has, to do the surgery on me. And so I was able to have it just weeks after having my second baby. And during the surgery itself, he said, oh, I can see it disappearing. I can see your vocal fold turning white again. And it that was, it was just hard. That is that it can be done. It was, it was hard, but it was a beautiful experience. So what was it like for an opera singer not to sing for so long? It felt like I had a limb <laughs> cut off from my body. It really did. Wow. And I couldn't even sing hymns in church. I couldn't sing lullabies to my children. I couldn't, um, I, I just had to be very limited in my voice use all the time. Um, yeah, it was very, and, and I didn't know that I would ever get it back. So that was the thing. I just had to recognize my identity aside yeah, from my voice. Did that make you voice. wonder who you were now? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes. Well, we are so glad that it has come back and so beautifully. Do you feel like your voice is different than it was, or is it still the same instrument? It's still the same. I honestly feel like it's a little bit more sensitive, but um, that's just, you just have to work with technique. So. Well, let's hear more of this beautiful voice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and it's interesting for us to kind of hear what, what vocalists go through, the little worries you have about the fact that your body is your instrument.
Next, we're going to hear from a French composer. He lived till 1974. This is work of Darius Mio, and we'll listen to the song that's it's French for Cupid, a Cupidon.
That's Our Cupidon by Darius Mio. We're going to hear one more piece by the same composer, but I think it's fascinating that we're listening to this art form that takes the most demanding role as sopranos, perhaps tenors too, but sopranos, no one asks more of a performer than an operatic soprano. This is the complete range of the voice, and obviously this even works without microphones and did for hundreds of years. You can hear it clear in the back of the balcony. Now one more piece by Mio. This is Tetois Barbillard, Arondel. Babillard Arondel from Darius Mio. I'm Stephen Cap Perry, and this concludes a thrilling edition of Highway 89. Our guests today have been soprano Clara Hurtado Lee and the pianist Jeffrey Price. Clara is the 2014 Cal Western winner and Harold Stark winner of the National Association of Teachers of Singing Vocal Competition. She's performed with Utah Symphony, the Utah Opera, Salt Lake Choral Artists, Utah Lyric Opera, Utopia Early Music, and the American West Symphony. More information about her upcoming concerts and performances is online at clarahurtadolee.com. Clara, thank you so much. Thank you, Stephen. I've had chills like four times while we've been sitting here during this edition. We love to hear from you, our listeners. We welcome your comments and questions by email to highway89 at byu.edu. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. The recording engineer is Mark Waite. The producer, Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. <laughs>